Mini Short Rounds. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis, the show with mini reviews of movies old and new. They just have to be new to me. Coming to you from McCarran Airport in Las Vegas, Nevada, where I am playing the Wheel of Fortune slot machine, which is my favorite, because I love to just hit the button until you get a chance to spin and uh, hopefully that'll happen sometime soon because I'm already down a few bucks. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I never revealed the answer to the uh, Disney Parks question from uh, several episodes back. I was standing next to a uh, garbage can on Paradise Pier between the Little Mermaid restaurant and the California Screaming Roller Coaster. That was a tough one. No one got the exact spot, but I'll keep doing contests like that as I think of them in the future. Last night I went to see the Cirque du Soleil show 1, which is a Michael Jackson tribute using all of his music, and it was as weird and wonderful as you'd expect a collaboration between the late Michael Jackson and the current Cirque du Soleil to be. I enjoyed it a lot. It was very fun to watch it while H-A-F. Day 66 of Doug's Movie a Day, I saw Lee Daniels, the butler, uh, on a uh, screener that they had sent me for SAG Award consideration. The movie, though, uh, I didn't consider for anything. They lost me at uh, John Cusack as Nixon and lost me more at Alan Rickman as Ronald Reagan. Oh, here we go. Let's see how I do. I can win anywhere from 20 to 1,000 credits. I'm playing on a quarter machine, so I'm not sure if I'll be... Oh, 40. Came very close to 1,000, as these things often do. Where was I? Ah, yes. Lee Daniels, the butler. Um, a lot happens in the movie, so it's not boring, but I don't It just wasn't for me. It was like the paper boy, but without all the sex and violence. And as you may recall, I couldn't really recommend the paper boy. Makes me want to check out Lee Daniels' movie that I haven't seen, Shadow Boxer. So look for a review of that sometime in the near future. Uh, Day 67, I watched a film called Deceptive Practice. Uh, That is a great documentary about magician Ricky Jay that my friend Gabe the Magician turned me on to. You might like it even if you don't love magic, like me. (laughs) Doug digs it, because Doug digs deception. Day 68, I watched a movie called Bronies. It's another documentary, this time about uh, young and adult men who are fans of My Little Pony, or rather, everyone who loves My Little Pony. They call themselves bronies, and while it didn't make me want to watch My Little Pony, I did appreciate the passion these people have for that show, and I think you will too. I was moved to tears a few times during the film, and I smiled through most of it, unironically. It's, it's a really sweet movie about people who like what is apparently a very sweet show. 
Speaking of sweet shows, I think there's a few tickets left for Wednesday's Benson Movie Interruption at CineFamily of Thor, The Dark World. So go to CineFamily.org if you're in the L.A. area Wednesday night and you want to come see us talk through that Thor movie. Day 69 of Doug's Movie a Day, I watched my Captain Phillips screener, and it's just as gripping as you'd expect from director Paul Greengrass, who did the 9-11 movie and the first few Born Identities. <laughs> they weren't both called, the first Born movies, they weren't both called Born Identity. And uh, Tom Hanks was definitely snubbed for an Oscar, but uh, don't feel too bad for him because he already has two and it was a pretty amazing year for performances by lead actors. Captain Phillips, Doug digs it. Oh, and also, I'm the captain now. Day 70, I watched Nobody Walks on Netflix. The reason I was interested in it is because it stars Olivia Thirlby from Juno and Dread, and Justin Kirk from Weeds is in it, and Rosemary DeWitt from... Uh, Lots of stuff, including the um, Many Lives of Tara. What was that called, that show? <laughs> anyway, uh, love the actors in the movie, but I, I just can't recommend it. It's, it's certainly watchable if you like those actors, but uh, nothing special if you're not into them. Uh, you, as you may have noticed on Twitter, I'm very excited that Seattle and Denver are competing in the Super Bowl, considering both cities are in marijuana states. I, of course, am calling it the Pack-A-Bowl, or the Bud Bowl, or the Lebowski Bowl. You can call it whatever you want. And if you're a member of Cinder Family, be sure to come to the Benson TV show interruption slash potluck on Sunday, February 2. I can't tell you what we're watching but I think the date and what I said before it are both really good clues. And now, as I continue to lose money in an airport, let's check in on Burt Kreischer and one of his silly dreams. Last night I had a dream that I went to a big MMA event and there was this group of Russians that were had taken like entering the octagon at the next level and there were four of them and four of the dudes just looked like they were from Mad Max. I mean, they were fucking huge, steroided out, bigger than the actual fighter who was shredded but kept yelling and they were on this car that they all drove around on and they all had weapons and they're, they're, the guy in the very back, his back would shake the car and make it move and he'd, so he'd like rub his back on this back of a seat and would move and I walked outside to get a breather because these guys were freaking me out and I realized there was a war the rats were trying to take over mankind. And so I noticed it first with mice. I was trying to run, and there were so many mice. I was like, there's this ridiculous amount of mice. And then I was so many, I was like running and stepping on them. And I realized, oh my God, they're all doing something. They're all trying to go into this place where the MMA is being held. And I look, and it's rats. And I'm like, what are we going to do? And at this moment, I realize I'm controlling my dream. It's very lucid, and I realize that I can control this dream. And I decide that uh, I want to fly. And so I fly up in the air, and I start flying around just high enough so that the rats can't jump to get me, and they're all trying to jump to get me. And as I look down, I realize that the dogs have teamed up with man's best friend, 
and the dogs are fighting the rats. And I'm on the dogs team, and we're all outside this big arena where the MMA is going on. And I've got a gun, and I'm killing rats, and I'm grabbing dogs. And one dog's this old, old, old St. Bernard, and he's with his wife, this, like, bull mastiff kind of dog. And he's been attacked by the rats, and I reach down, and I grab him, I lift him up, and he says, It's my time to go. You need to just let me go. And I'm like, Okay. So I fly, and I throw him in between rats that are attacking his wife, rats that are attacking his wife and his wife, and he saves his wife's life, and I grab her, and I lift her up, and I take her to safety, and I fly back over to the arena, and as soon as I get in the arena, I see a shirtless Joe Rogan. I wish I hadn't told you he was shirtless, but that's what will happen in the dream. And I grab him, and I go, Joe, I can control my dreams. And he's like, really? And I go, yeah. And I proceed to tell him the dream I'm currently having. As you can imagine... That went over like a lead fucking balloon. Joe was like, this dream's boring as shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I'm controlling it. Don't you get it? And he's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about the rats. I don't give a fuck about the dogs, the old St. Bernard, any of it. And I was like, okay. And so I just kind of walked away, and that was the end of my dream. <laughs> Talk about cyclicality, cyclicalness, circles.